0: Welcome to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basile. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading-edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease, fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. Now here's your host, Dr.
1: Pat. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. Thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, for those of you that were just listening a couple of hours ago and you heard me mention that, uh, you know, this is Lime Talk Radio. It's where we bring the conversations of wellness and healing to the forefront and talk about some of the things that, you know, are not being talked about in the world. You know, when we think about our lives and we think about our journeys and, and what has shown up for each and every one of us, the question that could remain in the hearts and souls of so many of us is this What is mine to do? What is mine to do? Well, let me tell you a little bit about Joni James Aldridge for a minute. And the reason I wanna, I wanna talk about that is because, and, and who she is, uh, is because when you have a passion and a purpose that comes from some of the most devastating, painful experiences in life, Each and every one of us gets to the crossroads or the point, I should say, of making conscious decisions about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. But what is it about, you know, the the authors of this book, you know, Johnny and Christopher both? What what is it about what they say yes to in their lives that is now setting the stage for, as I said before the show, a conversation that is so wanting to be had but when we're talking about advocacy and we're talking about what it does do we think about advocacy heals you do we think about how this level of conversation then gets put into the world for others in the in the form of a ripple effect for positive, transformative, and permanent change. So today, it is, uh, it is just my honor and my pleasure to talk with these folks, or with Johnny at least today, because experiencing firsthand the event, the need, and the call, it's not, that is not something that you can simply write a few words about or have a few sentences about. It's a passion, a purpose and hopefully a phenomenal movement. And so what have we learned over two, three decades of healthcare, patient safety advocacy? What have we done? How have the people that they have touched upon and asked for conversations to be had with, what has contributed now to having the privilege to bring this gift of advocacy into the light? Because not only is this something who an idea whose time has come, but I would say, given the work we have done here in, with Lyme disease, we are at a critical and and crucial turning point. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Glad to be here um i I want to just kind of start with the with what I said that right there at the end, and that is. Is this, is this the time, you know, are we at a crossroads from, I know it's hard to talk about it. Like when you and I have been out in the world, right. For decades trying to get an audience. Right. Mm -hmm. But are we at a point where we could say, yeah, we now have people listening.
2: Well, you know, that's an interesting question and I'm glad you asked it because Mm -hmm. one of the things that, you know, I spend most of my time in cancer, but it's also patient safety and definitely a patient issue. One of the things that we're seeing and I've seen through my work is a shift Towards now, advocates are going towards the patient and, and getting the patients to be informed and involved and engaged and saying to them, okay, you need to ask your doctor about this other screening for dense breast tissue. You need to ask your doctor about clinical trials because maybe they don't have enough time to look it up. So I think it's an absolutely perfect time to have an advocacy discussion because the tide is turning and now we're finding instead of educating the practitioners all the time because they don't have a lot of time and, and a lot of resources. Now we're headed to the patient. If we can plant that seed in their head mm-hmm. to ask that question, to ask about whatever that thing is, then, you know, then you can make the most amazing difference. Yeah.
1: And and I think that part of this is really looking at um, the need. And let's have the conversation about that. And I think we're going to go ahead and skip this break because I, I want to make sure that, you know, we have a lot to talk about. And sometimes what happens is that, you know, folks look around and there's such a devastating need. There's such a pull to really stand up and do something different, um, you know, whether that is to have a different voice in, in the face of a diagnosis or be able to provide the research. Where do you think? Think now, if you were to think about this, why has the need come to the forefront uh, as you know it today?
2: Well, again, there are many different things happening mm-hmm. in the healthcare industry, and, and yeah. of course, we talk about the event first. And of course, the the need spins off from the event. The event is something that happens in your life. It's not a, it's not something that you just think is a little bump in the road. It's it's a full. Blown head on collision. It could be anything. It could be your child wandered off in the woods like Elena Tadero and and he never saw him again. Or, you know, it it could be a a health diagnosis. It could be Lyme disease. Um, But whatever it is, it, it really gets your attention. And afterward, you start to see things as you go through the process. And It could be any kind of needs. And I'll tell you too, Dr. Pat, with that need, a, a lot of times what happens is we end up going down this path a little bit and that path a little bit and this path a little bit until we get to the real path. This can be a good thing. That can also be a bad thing, but you've really got to define The need before you can do your advocacy and you have to have it clearly defined the who, what, where, when, how and why so that you can articulate it and articulate it well. Because the way that we focus on advocacy is unless they hear it, understand it and support it and we'll go to the next steps. It's just words. Yeah. So the need is very important, and, you know, I know myself in and, and cancer, I mean, the needs are so huge. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean that if I hear of a good cause, and that's the other great thing about advocates, is you can also support other advocates as you go along the journey, and that's a very important part of it. But you always have to come back to your core need and your core message.
1: Yeah, do you find that people are 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 really good at finding their own core message or that they benefit from having an outside source? Because I know we're going through this right now with ourselves, you know, we're, you know, we have a crowdfunding initiative, we're getting ready to launch, and we've gone back and have let's say redefined or talked about, you know, what is the real need here? What are we trying to do? Um, You know, I've just watched three shows uh, that are on Lyme disease awareness literally fall off the face of the earth because multiple airtime rates are doubled. We actually have a network that just doubled all of our rates. So we just decided we're going to start our own network. But here we are and we're fine tuning and attempting to carve our invitation out in a way. But sometimes I got to tell you, Johnny, we're too close to it. We're too close Mm -hmm. sometimes. What do you recommend for people that might be in that boat and need some help? Well, certainly you can go
2: to other resources and say, well, what do you think about this? And sometimes Uh you need sometimes you need to look for those resources that come to you I think one of the greatest stories in the book is about how I met um, my publicist my original publishers for my book and uh-huh. and it just was so so weird because it just happened and we talk about this we talk about it in the book the fact that there are these weird coincidences and they're not really coincidences that happen and the people come into your life that you that you need them but you know it's interesting because we all know the lesson that that God helps those that help themselves yeah right yeah so I think sometimes uh obviously bringing new people in and asking the right questions what do you think of this message and and making sure that they come away with the right carry away because you really got to get them think about what it takes if you're trying to say for example pass legislation yes I was amazed at how many different ways a representative of the House of Representatives of North Carolina could interpret the same message, (laughs) you know? And so you have to make sure that it's simple, crystal clear, and that you tell them what the next steps are going to be, what you need to do. But if you can't get them off the bench to do it, then you really haven't accomplished anything. And of course, the other thing is repeat, 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 repeat. <laughs> once you've got the right message and Thank goodness, you know, one of the things Chris and I talking about in the book, there's never been a better time to become an advocate because social media Mm. is so, so important. Sometimes it'll drive you crazy. And I know you're in radio (laughs) and, and it can just seem like sometimes you're totally consumed, but it's such a powerful force. So, you know, make sure, you know, have some inquiries, you know, go to people on the street and say, "Okay, read this. Tell me, tell me what you think and what you've learned from it. Because sometimes you're right. We can miss the most infantile things that are making sure that our message doesn't get across. And the hardest thing is sometimes uh, for salespeople people even is to ask for the order. You've got to close that sale. And once you get that sale closed, once you get that commitment, then know that it's going to be followed through.
1: I love it. Because you know, what I love about this and the conversation and what you've done is you've created an enormous opportunity for people to take a look at some of life's event, you know, a turning point as you say. And I love the quote in the book. I mean, I I wrote this down, you know, when I when I read the book again. And you say our legacy does not end with the closing of the day or even with our final breath. It continues through. Infinite Possibilities for Hopeful Tomorrows, One Cause, One Person at a Time. And mm-hmm. and then you go on and you're presenting not just this book, but, you know, what you speak about is you're giving people a blueprint. And, you know, mm-hmm. the blueprint outlines, wait a minute, maybe you do have an event. Something that forever changes your perspective. I know I do. I know you do. um, And and many people listening to this, you know, and and it's something that happens to us in a nanosecond. In my case, I woke up one day on April 1st in 2004, was given a workshop on uh, living your biggest dream. And by the end of the workshop, my ankles were the size of of soccer Mm. balls. And off I went with a mystery disease, uh, and and yet here I was in this place of having a radio format that could take a message out there. How how do you speak with people about what they can do in looking at their event, this event, this thing, and turn that event into a way to become an advocate? Well, you know, that's an interesting question,
2: because mm-hmm. really, usually when we have the event, and again, you're going to be in shock for a while. I mean, yeah. there is no question about it. And and we talk extensively in the book even about grief. You're talking about advocacy, you know, but you're talking about this event. You know, Chris literally lost his little girl, uh, his two-year-old daughter, Emily. In this amazing tragedy, he was sucker punched. He and his family had gotten through the the worst of her cancer. It was a miracle. She had totally been uh, she had totally been cured, and then she was killed by a preventable medical error. And literally, Doctor Pat, he talks very openly about the fact that the day that he went out to the car and they'd had to take her off of life support, he looked at her car seat in the back of the car and he thought about jumping off the parking deck. And I think the only thing at that moment that kept him from jumping off that parking deck was the fact that in his, the back of his mind, he knew that there was some bigger purpose and that there was something that he was going to need to take away from that. And he will tell you today that literally his little girl's sweet to your life was meant to save thousands of other people. He's making sense of it that way. Okay. now, others like me, I go through the experience and I didn't take any notes and I went back to my regular life. You know, I wanted to go back and and do the things that I do, but I couldn't because the need just kept coming back and the call kept coming until I took a walk on the beach and literally that walk on the beach changed my life. But some people can't get past it and they get bitter like Chris's wife, we talk about that a lot in the book. It's almost like the event is a turning point. And you don't always know how to interpret it. And we were talking about the need earlier. Sometimes me, I advocate for cancer. And I knew there were a lot of things that went wrong with my husband, but I couldn't quite put a handle on it. And sometimes it's so big, that thing that you want to do, You've got to make yourself a blueprint to get through it, but it really, really uh, it comes to you um, I, we tell ninety five other advocate stories in the book i've hopefully you got that. I mean we didn't want it to just be yes. our stories and I think of yeah. I think of debbie Zellman who was or she, who was this great lawyer that was diagnosed in her 40s with mm-hmm. a stomach cancer. And her husband looked at her and he said, you know, she, she decided to start this wonderful foundation. And he looked at her and he said, I don't understand. You just got given a death sentence, which she's still alive. She's still doing great, thankfully. <laughs> Maybe it's advocacy, right? Right. But, <laughs> yeah. So he said, why don't you travel the world? you know, do something you really want to do and you're you're turning around and you're starting a foundation. And then Debbie would look at her friends and say, you know, if God wanted me to do this, he could have just led me to do it. He didn't have to give me stomach cancer. (laughs) So, you know, we try to make sense of all these things that in many ways don't make sense, but the result
1: is absolutely fascinating. It is. And, you know, isn't it interesting we're talking about this because, you know, for many of us that have had a life experience, have had an event, you know, we may have been looking at, in my case, a wheelchair in 2008. And and Mm -hmm. yet, what did we do with that? How did we turn that into what you're talking about? Of course, one of the things that, you know, we did is this particular show. And of course, some other things that, and I, I love what you were saying. Some other things that God has really called, for, called forth to do, really called mm-hmm. forth. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, some days I'll wake up and I'm sure many people listening to this feel this way. Some days I wake up and I'm crystal clear. The other days I wake up and not so much. But the one thing, Johnny, that doesn't go away is this feeling that there's something to do. Has And I know there are many stories in the book. Do you find that as a common theme?
2: Well, the whole book was, uh, yeah. you know, in essence, it's interesting how I write. And you can call it divine intervention. You can call it whatever you want. I, I don't even understand it. Because when I'm in the process of writing a book, and I even talk about it in the afterward of the book, it was so powerful <laughs> that I said, I, I've got to make sure that people understand this. because. I think when we wake up in the morning, Dr. Pat, I think we have a fresh clear mind and so we can really focus wherever it comes from but we can really focus on what we need to do and yes some days we don't have as clear a focus and maybe that's a day we need to just step back and do the busy work I don't know you I don't think you could do that every day or you'd be totally burned out yeah. and we talk about balance in the book and, and I'm a licensed Zoom instructor and my my resume is um, speaker International advocate, radio show host and licensed Zoom instructor. And that's because that's my balance. What we do as advocates, what you do every day and what I do every day, it's really hard. You know, and we talk about that honestly and openly in the book because you we have we cannot, like other people, bury the things that have happened to us but because we talk about them every single day. Mm. So you have to have that balance. But anyway, in the book I talk about in the afterword that, you know, I that I I started thinking at the end of the book, I had so much fun writing it. Sixty thousand words, six months. It was a little project. (laughs) Yeah. But I had so much fun writing it. I really didn't want to stop. And yet the morning after I finished the very last of the book, I woke up with a clear mind.
0: Mm. And I was
2: like, it wasn't that. You know, it wasn't that I missed it. It was just I recognized that these things were not there. But it's a very special
1: book. It is a very special book. And for those of you just tuning in, you know, um, Johnny James Aldridge joining me here today. Advocacy Heals You, The Event, The Need, The Call, 15 Keys to Fast Track Results and Emotional Fulfillment. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what are the things you learn along the way to being Johnny. You know, what do you learn along the way to being Chris and then being able to stand up and identify a process, a way for many, many others to to understand the power of advocacy healing. We're going to take a short break. Everyone will be right back. And I'm going to give you lots of information, how you can find out more, how you can get your own copy of the book. We'll be right back.
0: Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving, even in the face of adversity. Say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home.
3: There are so many resources out there for meditation. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones, travel the world, live spontaneously? Get ready because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basilli and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new inspirational and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. The Ancient Inca Root Vegetable maca, is world-renowned for its wide array of health benefits. As a family-run company of true maca specialists, the Maca Team's mission is to provide you with fresh, organic, premium-quality maca powders at a fair price. Amazing. All of the products are always organically grown, fair-traded, GMO-free, fresh, and potent. So don't take my word for it. Experience the life-changing benefits of maca today. Visit themacateam.com. Welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Lime Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show and also of Lime Talk Radio. Joining me here today, as I said before, Joni James Aldridge, you know, co-author of the book, Advocacy Heals You, The Event, The Need, The Call. And I wanted folks to know that, you know, it, this in this, the only complete book, for those of you out there, uh, that focuses on adv- advocacy from event to emotional healing Uh, What John, what Johnny and Chris have brought to the forefront is this much needed, much needed dialogue and information, not not just about their own combined experiences, but how about those of others? And this is really what's so important about this, whether you're listening to a radio show or whether you're listening to this or reading the book. You know, finally, this is a book about advocacy written for and by advocates And that is the key. This book has also been, uh, you know, Pulitzer Prize nominated. Why? Because it's life-changing and life-saving. And that's really the key here is how do we stand on the shoulders of others so that we know how to rise up ourselves and then help others rise up. You know, so many of you have shared your stories with us. And what your battles are and what you're struggling with, you know, everything from not even be able to get a proper test uh, run on uh, your diagnosis. But today, you know, we're talking with Johnny about, you know, what is it these what is the event that need to call? What are the 15 keys so that each of us can take the fast track? get fast-track results. Johnny, thank you for joining me here today because I think this is a topic, at least the way I look at it is, I don't even know what I don't know. Mm.
2: You know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, Pat, that you would say that because actually the book has seven pages of endorsements. And it's it's amazing because again, the first book, but everybody took something a little different away from the book. And maybe it was that thing that was missing, but that's why we had so many endorsements because none of them were the same. Everybody, uh, there were even people that said, I don't know that I didn't know until I read your book. I was an advocate. I didn't know what that was.
1: So um, it, it's, it's just, you know, it was a gift yeah. I mean, I I, I mean, I didn't think about myself that way either. I really didn't. And because I think sometimes that it's hard to find the exact words. But what you've created, though, is a book of stories. And stories and conversations are really what I think people are relating to now. You know, I, I wanted to ask you this question. I'm sure you get asked this a lot. You know, are there any stories that kind of jump out at at, at you more than others or jump out you on a given day that you just unexpectedly don't even think about. And all of a sudden now you're thinking of somebody.
2: You know, the one that really touched me the most out of all the uh, I mean, we've interviewed advocates uh, well over 100 Mm -hmm. from all over the world. And the one that really always gets me is Alan Atadero and his little son, Jared, went off for the hike with uh, two groups of Christian people Mm -hmm. that were going out. And for whatever reason, they were adults. And, you you know, he thought that that he would be okay, And and little Jared wandered off. And the the thing that, you know, really, I mean, that's the most horrific thing to me. That's why this story hits me the hardest is because I can't even imagine what it's like to not know where your three-year-old is. And there were multiple opportunities for him to be saved and, and many, many different things that went wrong. But the thing that really hit me about that story was I was and sometimes as an author, you get these things in your head and you go like, "I'm missing something, I'm missing something. I know there's a key." And what I realized that even though it's been a decade or more since uh, Alan lost Jared, that he was still advocating for him because the the results of his uh clothes they did finally find his clothes and the the sheriff's office told him uh that it was a mountain lion that had killed him but there was no blood Mm. so how do you yeah (laughs) so sometimes things don't make sense but you know It's interesting because every single advocate that we talk to, the Rivas family, they lost their daughter in a drunk driving accident. You know, each one of them is special and unique. And they're each, they're all going their different pathways and making their own. It's a very special thing. But, you know, when you talk about healing, we asked, I think one of the most profound moments on Advocacy Heals You, the radio program, after Alan's interview, I specifically asked him, has advocacy healed you? And he said, It's not only healed me, it's kept me alive. Oh. And that's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. If this man was able to get up every morning, and, and you probably feel that way many days too, people yeah, that I are do. ill. Yeah. Yeah. People that are ill, uh, people with fibromyalgia, you know, that can't even hardly think to get out of bed. But you focus. It gives you what what Debbie Zellman said was it gives you something to focus on other than yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. And sometimes we need that in our life. Oh, there's no question about it. But I think for the first time, you know, you have written a book that so beautifully describes it. You know, I've talked about it from time to time, Johnny. I mean, what I've done is, you know, finally decided to share with the listeners a bit about my own journey uh, and more openly about what we discovered along the way, hence this show we're doing today. But, you know, for somebody like me, I accidentally dialed a wrong phone number 13 years ago And I pulled out a credit card and I bought my first hour of airtime. Six months later was April 1st of 2004 is when the mystery disease came. And so I don't think today that there is any coincidence whatsoever in the two. I really don't because my focus was not on how I felt or how sick I was. It was, how can we create a new, fresh kind of talk radio? Because if anybody remembers 13, 14 years ago, positive talk radio and wellness were not really in the forefront of dialogue. And many of us Mm -hmm. really, you know, back then said, this is going to be the only way to do it. And I know you know this because of your own journey with radio, but you're right about this. It was less about how much pain was in my body and more about, wow, Look at the people I'm getting to talk with today. You know, look at what we can what we can share with people. I just didn't know. I don't I didn't know it the way you described it in the book. I mean, it was kind of like if I'm not focusing on my disease and if I'm focusing on perhaps a solution, then faith without works is definitely in the forefront and it's the works that comes to the forefront from my faith. And I just think that what you're sharing here with people is going to help them to remember what they can, what they can do. Don't you think sometimes we're in the middle of something like this? All we have to do is be reminded, Johnny, that we have the potential mm-hmm. to choose something else.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. You just said something, Dr. Pat, that's mm-hmm. really interesting. You said that you didn't, you didn't talk that much about your story. No. Um, I'll tell you uh, about Chris. It was interesting because his advocacy is all around the Emily Jerry Foundation. It's even called Emily Jerry. And then when we had never met face-to-face until last February when I was working on the book. And when I sat down one-on-one with Chris, I'm going like, wait, there's another story here, because it wasn't just little Emily's life that got lost. Even though Chris had absolutely nothing to do with little Emily's death, he lost everything. He lost everything. And you're like, wait a minute, Chris, sometimes I think that's a very important key focus, too, is just like with you, sometimes you get so caught up in your advocacy, you forget to tell your story. Uh, One of my dear friends, Rose Gerber, she's the patient advocacy arm manager of Community Oncology Alliance, this tremendous organization. And, And I had that very same conversation with you. She's a breast cancer survivor. I said, Rose, you never tell your story. You never get it out there. And the most important key thing, if you're going to speak in front of legislators, whether it be in Washington or anywhere else, they want to hear your story, Yeah. whatever yeah. your story is, and they want to know that it's personal to you. And it was interesting because for a long time, I couldn't get speaking in the world of cancer because I wasn't a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. But boy, they love it when you talk about advocacy. Because that's at the heart of everything that we do in the world of cancer. So it's very, very powerful.
1: I think we'll go to a short break here, but we'll be right back.
0: What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer radio show, Francine teaches
2: you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basilli every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr.
0: Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day.
1: I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of
0: chronic disease, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong.
1: For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger. And the healing, epic. Awaken to your radiant,
0: authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people in living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate.
1: everybody welcome back it is so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on advocacy heals you the event the need the call 15 keys to fast track results and emotional fulfillment would you take a minute and please let folks know how they can get a copy of the book and how they can find out more about uh you and about their passion and purpose around advocacy
2: well, I'd be glad to. Uh, the books Thanks. are available in both hard copy and ebook on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And you can find out more at Motivational Press website uh, by looking under Advocacy Heals U. It's a U. It's not Mm -hmm. Y-O-U. Hopefully, one of these days, we really want to have Advocacy Heals University. So Mm -hmm. uh, we like using the U. And um, I just want to give Chris's website, too, since he couldn't be here today, the Emily Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y Foundation.org. And you'll hear all about Chris's passion and purpose and passion. Patient safety, and I'm getting heavily involved in that. Um, And and also, Joni Aldrich, J O N I A L D R I C H dot com. I am on Facebook, Joni Aldrich and Joni James Aldrich. I am at Cancer Radio on Twitter, and uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn. I have four different groups there. Advocacy Heals You is one of them. That's one of those powerful things. I've got like 10,000 followers on, on LinkedIn. So yeah, wow. um,
1: you've really got to use social media. Oh, well, Joni, tell us, we were going to talk about advocacy. And you were going to take us on a journey uh, about what advocacy is or how it's described.
2: Well, I, I love to talk about the open-ended job description. I've done this in, in one of my other books. Um, and, and I think that's what you're you're referring to yes and it, these are were kind of done as humorous but there's so much point behind them about the advocacy journey and Chris and I have been advocates for two decades between us to close to 25 years probably and you know so we've seen many different things but um, so here they are we'll we'll do a few able to multitask many advocate-related jobs without saying, I cannot do that, or I have never done that before. It's so important to always have that attitude that you're not going to say, because most of us were not trained to be an advocate. Most of us don't know when we go in. And so you really have to have this attitude. It's going to be, I I was raised in a household. You never said I can't. And that has served me well as an advocate. Right. Develop one key objective, that's your mission statement, and find a way to make it workable for all mankind. And I think that's what you've been saying that you're actually going through in many ways, Dr. Pat. So I'm <laughs> sure you can relate to that one. Because yep. you Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, practice long hours in front of the mirror so that timid and introvert no longer describe your personality. And uh, look at you and I on radio. I mean, that says a lot. I, I never thought I would be doing that. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I've seen so many advocates that they go into advocacy and they, they just like, oh, I can't go in, in front of the House of Representatives and, and say anything. And 15 months later, they're like doing it like it's, there's nothing to it. So you just uh, this is for Chris reassure family and friends on a daily basis that advocacy is not just a side effect of the grieving process. Mm. And trust me, that's what his family kept yeah. saying. They, they thought he was truly losing his mind when he decided that he wanted to start the foundation. Yet he had to, he would have just never survived. Um, forget the sticks and stones lesson. Words can harm you on the Internet. Everything you post can be shared millions of times. Now, in some cases, you want it to be. But this is something that's very important. And a lot of people make mistakes of using the same social media for their advocacy that they do for their personal. And you have to be very, very careful when you do that. So they can hurt you. Words can hurt you. Yeah. Maintain that it's an attitude that is respectful and tactful, even when challenged by those who cling to the belief that it could never happen to me. How many times have you seen that one? Yeah. yeah. And that's when you've really got to turn the tide and make sure that they are going to follow through the way that you want to follow through. Some people you can't get, you can't get every person, but the people that do get it, you know, you've got to get them past that. Oh, it can never happen to me. Network every minute of every day. The next person may need your message or may be the missing resource that you've been seeking. That's what we just said. Yeah, you know, that's you, important. You, We call it, yeah, we call it the synchronicity phenomenon in the book. Because it, it seems like those people come in, and, but you got to be looking for them. You know, you kind got to kind of have your eye out. Help others along the way. No, misery does not love company. (laughs) But maybe the most important one is memorize a personal pep talk for the days of doubt. Because you do have days of doubt. And you've got to get past those.
1: There's no question about that. I mean, what you've just said, I I think it's important if we just take a moment about that. Because sometimes, and, and you know this, you've done radio before and I've done it. And sometimes, you know, I've had listeners say, wow, Pat, you know, you sound so confident. You sound so positive. I mean, you have a campaign called Positivity Rules. And so I started to talk about the days that I really do have doubt because sometimes they would think that people like you, like me, that we don't have doubts. But, you know, as big as my dream and vision is, that's as big as my doubt can be.
2: Mm mm-hmm.
1: On some days. So I like the pep talk idea. That's brilliant.
2: And we talk about, too, there's a whole chapter in the book on, on what is success and advocacy. And this is where your 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 faith really has to come in because you know the way that Chris and I have defined it is it's it's not how big it it's totally away from the material world as a matter of fact I took a phrase that I found on the internet that I absolutely loved it's called soul currency yes and you know it you have to move away from the materialistic viewpoint now you shouldn't be living under a bridge or (laughs) anything like that obviously but the thing about it is is You have to have confidence that those people that you're reaching, if you go to speak in front of a group and only one person shows up, hey, I've had it happen. Well, maybe not one, three, okay. Then you
1: have something you need to say to those three people. Yes. Yes, I agree with you completely. And because one of the things that we don't really think about when we're in the face of three people, we don't really understand in that moment the ripple effect that just three people could have. There is something to say. Joni, thank you so much for today. One one more thing. Again, please give out your website again. And thank you so much for all that you do. Well, you can find Advocacy Hills You,
2: the book on motivational press and also Emily Jerry Foundation. JoniAldrich.com aldrich.com and um, the books available on barnes and noble and amazon
1: wow thank you so much i want to thank all of our listeners as well advocacy heals you and as uh joni pointed out the letter you the event the need the call 15 keys to fast track results and emotional fulfillment it is beyond inspirational thank you all for tuning us in turning us on justin thank you for pushing all the right buttons we'll see you next time
0: Thanks for listening to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basile. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading-edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. For more for more information visit limetalkradio.com and tune in next time